Welcome to Critical Issues Commentary, the radio ministry of Gospel of Grace Fellowship, a non-denominational Christian church in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. This is Jessica Kramis, your host for this series, and I have with me today Bob DeWay, Gospel of Grace's teacher and theologian, and Amy Russell, a friend who has been saved out of the new age and has some warnings for the church. So welcome back, everyone. It's good to be here. Yeah, thank you. So when we left off last week, Amy, you had been telling us a little bit about some experiences you had as you were pursuing the path of energy healing. Mm -hmm. Can you just give us a little recap of that and then explain to us what energy healing is? Sure. Yeah. I was talking about one. Uh, I was in a transpersonal energy healing course and one of my teachers had been performing a healing on me and she told me she was going to leave her energetic hands on my legs while she moved her physical hands up to my head and to work on my upper body. And that's exactly what happened. She put her physical hands on my shoulders, but her energetic hands were still on my legs. So I could feel the energy running, which is what you want to do. If you hold the hands on every part of the body, the energy is supposed to run through it. So I just thought that was so cool because I want to be able to leave my energetic hands in another spot if I want to work on a different part of the body. And, you know, looking back, I just thought, whose hands were those that were on my feet, that were on my legs? And obviously, it was, it was a source of demonic activity. It wasn't her guide that was assisting her in this healing. It was demonic activity. Right. And then when we demoed with other students, I had a student work with me. She was performing healing on me, standing again at my head. And then she told me that two large figures, two large men appeared on each side of her. They proceeded to grab her arms in an effort to what she surmised was pound my head. So she had this violent urge to start pounding me. Um, she said it felt like they were using her body to attack me. And so something told her to resist the violent urge. And so she said, Amy, sit up. And I did. And she's like, I can't work on you. And my teacher was looking over at us and realized that I don't belong in the class. I don't know if his spirit guide was telling him that Jesus is with her, but he was looking at me and just kind of shaking his head. And so I may have walked away from God, but I think my teacher knew that God didn't walk away from me. Wow. And he didn't want that in his class. He certainly, I was not welcome. All right. Well, for those of us who just really have no concept of what energy healing is, can you explain that a little bit more? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I went to a transpersonal energy course and it's it, transpersonal. It means energy healing plus human transformation. And so throughout the courses that you take there, it's about experiencing personal transformation, which will then lend itself to becoming a more powerful healer for our clients. And that translates into elevating our consciousness by transcending our own barriers and our own experiences. And that will then help remove blockages in the energies of our clients and move them to their own truth. And then we also combined what was termed as high sense perception skills with our hands-on training. And HSP, high sense perception, is a technique where you perceive and receive information in the non-physical realm to see, hear, touch, and understand what's happening in a person's aura, which is their human energy field through HSP. 
And so you're tapping into clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience. I was an empath, so I was using clairsentience, which is clear feeling. So I would feel the person's energy and to clear audiences you hear you hear what you need to for the healing and then clairvoyance is you see into the other realms and that is how you get your high sense perception what are people supposedly being healed from is any blockages uh-huh we are not allowed to diagnose as far as telling someone a certain illness that they might have but we can certainly facilitate the clearing of blockages. So we would go through their aura, their energy, the human energy field, and we would go through their chakras. And if there was a certain blockage, say in their root chakra, then we would focus our attention and move the energy to clear the blockage so that they were able to flow freely. Because if our energy is blocked, then we're not going to be able to live freely, we're going to have these blockages that will then create what's termed, you know, dis-ease. So we don't want to say you have disease, but you have dis-ease. And clearing the blockages through running the energy, this invisible force that everybody has around their body, their energy field around their body. You work with this subtle body, which is the energy field, and you run the energy to uh, create even flow through the chakras and through the aura. And that's supposed to translate into healing the internal body, the physical body. But so we, don't, your, we don't give diagnosis. So then your role is to kind of be an intermediary between the spirit guide who's telling you where there's a blockage in another person. Is that what I'm understanding? Through the spirit guide, they will show us where there's a blockage on the client. So right. it's just the, the healer and the client and then our spirit guide who's supposed to be able to show us where there's illness. And if there is illness, then we focus on that area, but only to facilitate healing through their subtle body, through their energetic field. We can't go in and perform any type of physical surgery. We can facilitate clearing a blockage that might have caused an illness or disease in that certain area. Can I ask a question? Yeah. So you've just described many, many categories. Okay, so categories are how we learn things. So I was I studied chemical engineering, so we needed to know the laws of conservation, energy and conservation of matter. And these were actual quantifiable things that got an objective outcome every single time you did it. It's just the way it was. It was science. If it didn't work that way, you couldn't have a product to sell. Now, you're describing all of these names of categories, but did you ever actually know that these were real categories and one was different than the other, and you could tell for sure they were different and it was repeatable and it was going to work every time? The difference was elusive. It was what we would feel. Certain levels of the field would feel different than other levels of the field. So our teacher would show us how a certain level of the field felt. And that was supposed to be consistent every time. Whether you felt it or not in his teaching, that was consistently, this is, if you're in this level of the field, this is how it's going to feel to you. 
if you're in a different level of the field, it's going to feel differently. But it's all subtle body, and it's very elusive. And there's nothing that I would say scientifically backs it up. So, it was, excuse me, you're in the world of metaphysical impressions. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Metaphysical. That's what we were learning from. Yeah. So metaphysical no impressions that may or may not relate to anything in the real creation. Right. Yeah. It's there's there's no real science. Yeah, Jessica, there's no real science behind it. Although I don't know if you've heard of this Barbara Brennan School of Healing. It's one of the number one schools in energy healing in the United States. Barbara Brennan did study science and she I think she was um, she worked with NASA from what I believe from what I read. She was she was a scientist. So she took what she learned from that background in her teaching to start this energy healing school. Okay, but again, it's this category crossing category here. In NASA, if you're gonna put a satellite in a geocentric orbit and use it for GPS signals, you can't spend all those millions and billions of dollars and have no clue whether it's actually gonna get up there where you think it's going to. You need to know thrust. Speed. There's mathematical formulas that yeah. will work and determine this is correct and that's incorrect. Yeah, and, it ha and every time you put a satellite up, you know that unless something seriously goes wrong, it will get there mm -hmm. and it will work. And so let's say here's this person who knows that sort of thing, but she's taking that as credibility for some Eastern mysticism mm -hmm. that is utterly confusing and non-objective, subjective and metaphysical and knowing how to put a satellite in orbit gives you no reason, no credibility in the realm of the spirits. Yeah, in the subtle realm of space, like in the subtle realm of science, like there's no subtle, you can't, you can't work with subtle body and think that it's going to be the same every time. Right. So it's a category error, and it's using credibility that you may have in one realm to gain mm -hmm. credibility in the other. But as a matter of fact, and this I know from, from theology and from what I've done most of my life, it's God's mercy that we're not functioning in the realm of the spirits. It's his mercy that saves us from that. Okay, when Jesus Christ came to bring salvation, he didn't come as a ghost or a spirit and a metaphysical impression and wait for people to become conscious of him. He came in a real physical body, okay? He, he did real events and the miracles were objective and he repeated them. And he predicted his own death, burial and resurrection. And when he was raised, and Thomas was doubting, he said, here, check, check the wounds in my hand. This is a real resurrection body. And when Paul says he appeared to 500 witnesses, okay? So Christianity is grounded in objective truth of what God did that ordinary people in an ordinary state of consciousness can see and know and believe. Mm -hmm. So here's mm -hmm. people that, that deceived you, wanted to throw you into a realm that humans aren't really cut out 
to function in. If at any point you questioned any of this, what was the response? I didn't question it is a thing. I just was like, this is what I want to do. And when I would question it to myself, I just thought that I just wasn't having the ability to the level of seeing what other people see because mm. everyone in class was like, oh yeah, I can feel that. I can see that. Oh yeah, that aura. I can see their aura. I can see if their aura is dark or gray and they need to help on that. And I couldn't see it. So I was always very frustrated. And Barbara Brennan was a clairvoyant. So in her teachings in the school of energy healing, she taught through clairvoyance because okay. she was able to see into those subtle realms, into the energetic field. And so to her, it was, it was real because she could see it all. And if we couldn't see it, it didn't mean it wasn't there. It just meant that we didn't have enough training to be able to facilitate this type of work on these energetic levels that are very elusive and they're very subjective. How do you know, or I'm not saying you're claiming this now, but how would anybody know that this Barbara Brennan isn't just a charlatan who made all this up and claims she sees it and makes mm -hmm. you feel bad because you don't and sells more of her books and more of her classes, continuing to claim she can see it well, she may not see a thing. Maybe she, to her, it's all just science fiction. Is there a way to know? You know, there's not really a way to know. My experiences, we're so enamored now with supernatural. Our society is so open to new age. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think many years ago, she would have been considered a charlatan. But as the years go by, with all of the supernatural types of material that's being pushed on everyone people just want to believe they want to believe that this is true that this is real and she's credible because she worked for nasa so she must be clairvoyant and she's written many books discussing her healing and 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 she's done teaching and training and has a whole school so she must be credible so we just blindly follow it okay thinking well i want to be able to do this and so if I learn this, it's going to show up eventually for me. And I just think that people don't have the discernment because they don't want the discernment. Right. You know. So then are there people claiming that they've been healed through this? There are people. And a lot of it is <laughs> mostly I would notice that people would have this tingly, airy, fairy feeling of like, yes, I feel so open. The blockages aren't there anymore. I feel so energized. And th so they would have these elusive feelings of like tingling sensations and their emotions would be heightened so they could feel everything at a higher level. And there was a few that I would learn from my energy teachers that they had, they had spotted some sort of illness, be it cancer or kidney failure, and they couldn't diagnose that and tell their client that what they would do is say, I feel a blockage in this area. You should go see a medical doctor for this. And of course they would say they went to their medical doctor. It, it turns out they had cancer. I was able to detect it through my energy work. And so they were able to get treatment for what they would have not otherwise known was had even existed. So yeah. it's like, Oh, that's amazing. You know? And then we're all just sitting there with this, like, idea of like what we do is what we do this work is so great we're helping yeah. people you know well, well so here's the thing there is a spirit world out there 
these spirit beings have knowledge that we don't have. And so they're not omniscient in the way that God is. They're not all-knowing, but they can know things that can be known that we don't know. So, you know, I, I hear that story and I think, well, there was a known tumor in this person and beings in the spirit world can know that. They can know but that. But that's, you know, it kind of goes back to those categories. That's a category of what can be known. There is a tumor there. And though I may not know it and you may not know it, that doesn't mean that beings in the spirit world can't know that and reveal that information. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that they're good or that they love us or they have our best interest at heart. Even in the scripture, we can see Pharaoh's magicians up to a certain point point. repeating the plagues or repeating the miracles or they cast their staff down and it turns to a snake too. It's not that these spirits can't do things or can't know things it's that it's not for our good and it's not what god has for us he has told us the secret things belong to god and we can't live as the pagans do actually i uh, i have a scripture that will actually define that category that jessica was just mentioning and it's in deuteronomy 13 And I'm going to start reading with verse 1. And this will show Mm -hmm. what the Bible says about that, okay? Okay. It says, If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or a wonder comes true. Now, let me stop right there. Okay, so you have some occultic activity, and somebody says, I feel that you better go see a doctor or you may have something. And then they do. Okay, it came true. But don't stop reading there. We're still in verse 2 of of Deuteronomy 13. Concerning which he spoke to you saying, let us go after other gods whom you have not known and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer of dreams for the Lord your God is testing you to find out if you love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, you shall follow the Lord your God and fear him. So even if it came true, but in the context of other gods, by the way, gods, plural, are not beings that have the attributes of God himself because they didn't create the universe. Okay, So if there's other gods and, they're, and it comes true, but they're pointing you to this whole demonic realm, this whole mm-hmm. occult realm. They're pointing you to the universe rather than the creator of the universe. Then you are uh, failing. And so don't listen to those prophets. Now, we know in the end time, ultimately, the false prophets in the Antichrist will do signs and wonders. That right. will be so profound that if it were possible, it says that even the elect would be deceived. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen anything yet. It's going to be, it's going to be even more powerful, but it'll be a big yeah. lie that'll damn people's souls. Mm-hmm. So that brought to mind for me First John, where it tells us how to test the spirits. And First John 4, 2, it says, By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. 
And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. It's mm -hmm. not about signs or what they can do or can't do or know or don't know. It's about do they confess Christ? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember talking about this over the years. We had some conferences where we warned about the occult. Then people would ask, well, what if the sign comes true? What if it was, is it real or is it fake? And sometimes the answer is, well, if it's real, that's even worse because it's a bigger deception. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. And, yeah, and so then you really get hooked and your soul's at jeopardy. This isn't, we're not playing around here. This is eternal life. This isn't just a parlor game. So the more real it is, the more deceptive it is. And that's exactly what it says about Antichrist in the end. It'll be very real. Right. Very real. Yeah. Yeah. My teacher at the Energy Healing School kept telling us this story over and over of his experience trying to help this girl. He was doing a healing and this ghost came through the wall and was like, help me. And he finally figured out who it was. And it was a girl that had been in a coma. She had been in a horrible car accident. Her husband had been killed and she was in a coma. And it was someone that a friend of someone related to him. So he went to the hospital that she was staying at and he did all of this energy work and to bring her back out of the coma. And he said he could see her subtle body standing behind her and she was in a coma and so he's like grab her grab her child I want to bring her child in so they brought the child in and then the girl the being that was standing behind her suddenly jumped into her body and she sat up and she was awake from the coma and she grabbed her baby but then she slumped back in and slipped back into a coma and was in and out of consciousness. And then he left and the family was just destitute because nothing had been done. And he thought, well, I brought her out of her coma, but then there was nothing else I could do. So it actually made it worse. Wow. And the family was upset, but he's like, well, that was all I could do. So it wasn't something that, that had a happy ending. And that's why I wonder about other people that get this work. Initially, it feels so amazing. But after a time, there is, there's no proof that anything truly was healed. And I know from my own body, initially, I would feel amazing after a healing, but my body has been breaking down through the years while I've been involved in these practices. And it's, it's a slow degrading process. But I can go and get an energy healing and for a moment, for a small amount of time, it will feel good. But when I go back home and live my life, I can feel things truly breaking down. And so I, yeah, there is no proof that there's long-term healing that stays with a person. Right. That's the nature of the occult. The word occult mm -hmm. means secret. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The reason these things are forbidden in Deuteronomy 29, 29 is God is protecting us. And what he does is for our good always. 
And so the occultists right. will tell us, well, these Christians are too restrictive and they've got all these rules and laws and they're trying to keep you away from something that's wonderful and don't let them rob you of your higher consciousness or whatever it is you think you're going to get. But in fact, God in scripture is giving us promises that are beyond anything that anything in the creation could ever do, which is to give us a new heart, to, to change us from the inside out, to give mm -hmm. us the joy of the Holy Spirit, which the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity, God himself. And when he gives us love, joy, and peace, he stays with us. Uh, it doesn't mean we don't have bad days, but we never lose the joy of salvation because it's an assurance from him. And all of these feelings and metaphysical impressions and dreams and states of consciousness may give some temporary buzz or some hope that maybe some great thing will happen. But it's so sad because it's just taking people down a path that doesn't lead anywhere good. Wow. Amy, you have something you want to add? I just want to add that the session from last week that I was saying that the Christian faith and the Bible couldn't give me the answers I was seeking. And the truth is they could give me answers to my questions. It just wasn't the answers I wanted to hear. <laughs> okay. right. The presence that was with me obviously was demonic. I didn't want to hear that. I wanted to believe that it was a good presence and that I should follow that. And yeah. so it wasn't that Christianity couldn't give me answers. It's that I wasn't open to hear the answers that were given. Wow. That is sadly the truth for a lot of us at mm -hmm. different times in our lives. We have to choose to listen and obey the word of God. But thankfully for God's people, he gives us that heart and that desire that loves the things of God. Not always right at the moment, but he's not done with us. So, all right, we will come back next time. And I would like to talk to you a little bit more about how some of this is coming into the church. I know I personally just a few weeks ago sat in a meeting for a Christian ministry that wanted to bring in an energy healer. So oh, wow. it's, it's just something we need to be aware of. It might seem like it's not relevant to most of our listeners, but it will show up and it's out there. So we just need to know the truth behind these things and always take it to God's word. For Critical Issues Commentary, this is Jessica Kramus. I was with Bob DeWay and Amy Russell, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>